0: Welcome to the George Bernard Shaw Theatre. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the performance.
1: Most people would see opera as very elite and very special and very much the preserve of the posh people. It almost carries its own tone of voice in opera.
2: Opera, I suppose, is seen by many people as being a very elitist, involving formidable singers with fearsome reputations and things like that. I want opera to be seen as something that everybody in the
3: community can relate to. Opera as a form isn't wash at all. Opera is people singing, people playing music and stuff happening on stage. We're hoping that this project will get beyond that because we have so much community involvement already.
4: The expectation is that the final product will be phenomenal that we reach out to community of carlo that may even not have engaged in any kind of art before
5: because what we're trying to do is make a very serious piece of art that is engaging and enjoyable and fun and ambitious and challenging for everyone involved in it
1: it's not the most accessible art form but I was excited by the idea that here was somebody subverting that notion and saying, yes, Carlo can have an opera. And yes, Carlo might be a small county with a small population, no great musical tradition, but we're going to go for an opera. And why not?
2: It's a wonderful art form. It involves singing, music, theatre. The whole world
3: is there. I like that we create something beautiful. Because whenever you create something beautiful, something that moves people, something that people can appreciate, then the people who are part of that can be proud and feel the pride as artists and performers. We create something beautiful, then everything else will fall into place. We don't, and then it's a disaster.
2: Uh, have a look at the space which we're doing and talk a little bit about it and get, get a sort
5: of a feel. Yeah, a just sort of thinking yeah.
0: the space. It's April the 8th, 2010, and conductor Fergus Scheel has gathered his creative team, composer Brian Irvine and director John McElduff. and they're touring the George Bernard Shaw Theatre in Visual, the new arts centre in Carlow, with Sinead Darling, the Carlow arts officer, and Roisin Magar, theatre manager. It's their first time together in the theatre, planning a new opera, not yet written, which will premiere there on May the 5th, 2011.
5: The mm. Yeah, I just wondered, uh, you know, how much of the singers do we actually need to see, you know? I mean, it'd be nice if we could just see their heads or something, you know? Yeah. Or... You've
3: been watching too much of the Olympics Open. <laughs>
5: Isn't that what they did? Did they? did they? Did they? <laughs> you know? did they?
0: It's the beginning of an ambitious one-year project to create a new Irish opera with the people of Carlow. <laughs>
4: The bodies are all the cumbersome things, you know.
0: For Fergus, it started three years earlier when Sinead had asked his advice on public art commissions.
4: We decided we would go out and look for these magical projects that would have to tick the boxes in terms of the strategy we devised which was you know audience participation, high quality new piece of work. Several proposals were put on the table and this project, the opera for Carlo, we decided to run with.
0: But why Carlo? And why an opera? As Fergus Shield puts it, why not?
2: There is no tradition of opera in Carlo. And I think Carlo's at a stage now that there's a sense of ambition and hunger and pride in the place. In a way, I would say, why not, Carlo? So, why not create something absolutely new and wonderful and magnificent in Carlo? And the fact that there is no history or tradition of opera here is an amazing freedom in a way because it gives us a clean slate to really invent something new that isn't encumbered with any sort of traditions. We can reimagine and it allows us the opportunity as artists to come in with a totally different view of opera and to make that of relevance and of interest to people in Carlo, and to create something that's really quite new and special.
4: The light of the building,
6: it kind of has a daytime life. And a nighttime life, which just the theatre. Right. So during the daytime, the
2: galleries. Some of the listeners may not know this wonderful theatre that's been built in Carlo, and it's absolutely stunning. It's a real statement of aspiration and a statement of confidence. So in a way, I'm trying to get this project to live up to that sense of ambition and scale. And so I want to involve so many different people in it. And an opera seemed to me as a really great way of drawing so many different people together in one communal artistic endeavour.
0: Carlo local authorities commissioned the Opera for Carlo project under the Percent for Art scheme, which had become available through the new motorway. It's the first music commission of its kind by a local authority. The Percent public art commissions have often been used for roadside sculptures, but for €120,000, Carlo commissioned Fergus Sheil to produce a new Irish opera to be made with the local people and performed in the visual arts centre.
4: How many does this 290,
0: 290. For Sinead Darling, Arts Officer, it was crucial the project involved community, the new theatre and local music groups.
4: The connection with the George Bernard Shaw Theatre was always critical, so we didn't just pluck opera from the air. You know, we didn't just come up with this idea, oh, let's just commission an opera. I think it was more to do with the process that led to that proposal being accepted. That's important. It could have been theatre that ticked the same boxes, but it just happened to be opera. The other area that was very attractive to us in Carlo was the idea that it was a music commission and it would involve a Spiro choir which is you know a unique ensemble here in Carlo Mary Almond O'Brien is the conductor and a really amazing person
0: Mary Almond O'Brien artistic director of Spiro is a music teacher from Carlo leading choirs for children aged 5 to 18
7: really we're a performance based choir and we focus mostly on performance And the other big thing that I like about Espiro, and for me that's very rewarding, is the fact from day one we've never auditioned any of our singers. So it's for everybody, it's inclusive. When I heard that it was a community opera project, I really thought this is great because then it's going to be for everybody. And I think that's the way it should be because it's the same ethos that I work on in Espiro is that it's going to be acceptable for everybody to take part in it in some shape or form
4: people are just intrigued about an opera for Carlo what's that all about or you know we've already had sessions where we've met with communities not just here in Carlo town but in Bagnols town and in Tullow, for people to come together and to talk about what's it like for you to live in Carlo and people are curious to how those sessions are going to relate to the end product
0: Bernie O'Brien is director of services with Carlo local authorities
6: Well, when she said we're doing an opera, well, when I told the management team the idea, they all looked at me as though I had a hundred heads, you know. But we brought Fergus Giel in to meet the management team. And I have to say, Fergus sold the idea. It was creative, it was innovative, it was different. It was a first for Carlo, a first for Ireland. Why not do it? And why not give people the opportunity to participate in an opera? And I think it has proven to be a fantastic idea. And I think it will go down in the history books.
1: It's one of the smallest counties in the country, 50,000 people in the whole county, 5,000 people living here in Carlow town. People who are from Carlow are very keen to be from Carlow. They have this wonderful sense of loyalty to the place.
0: Dubliner Cynthia Dean of Carlow VEC got fully behind the project, seeing it as a way to deepen music education for everyone.
1: I was really interested in getting the VEC involved because one of the gaps that I had seen in Carlo was there's no publicly funded music education here. Sometimes the arts are seen as a preserve of a certain class of society and that people don't feel entitled to go. And we want to make sure that the learners in our schools and in our adult centres are clearly aware that they are entitled to participate in the arts as much as anybody else.
2: I wanted it to be an absolutely wonderful piece of art and I'm lucky, I just sort of fell into working in opera myself and I got bitten by the bug of opera. It's a wonderful art form.
0: Conductor Fergus is well known for his opera and choral work,
2: I grew up in a family where there was music, so I was playing piano and violin, viola from an early age. Not so much singing, though. And then when I went to college, I started singing in choirs. But really, orchestras were my thing. And then after I graduated, I was taking conducting lessons in Paris. And the thing about opera I love is that it's all the art forms. It's music, it's dance, it's singing, it's theatre, and it's all there. And when you're sitting in an opera, it's like being live and set in a Hollywood film. Like, you're actually there. It's actually happening in front of you. Interview.
5: For me anyway, composition is just about finding one little thing and then building another thing onto it. And it's just a vast, endless sea of choices and possibilities and signs.
0: From the beginning, Brian Irvine was the composer Fergus wanted.
5: I never made a career choice to be a composer. I've always been fascinated and I've always been excited by putting signs together. My first real musical experience was really about putting Bands together when I was about 12 or 13, and then got into punk bands and all sorts of things.
0: Brian is from Belfast and is an accomplished composer of opera and contemporary classical. But his passion is for music projects which push the boundaries.
5: A lot of the projects that I've built over the last five, six, seven years. I've involved all kinds of people. Most recently, we did a project called Rain Falling Up, performed with the Ulster Orchestra, 350 primary school children and about 80 older singers from residential homes. I'm interested in the sounds that can be made by using non-standard resources. So rather than having a group of professional singers or professional chorus or professional musicians, I'm interested in building stuff which involves this kind of slightly otherworldliness of things. I'm just really interested in utilising anything that can make a sound. Most people can make a sound of some kind.
0: Brian's working partner is often John McEldough. I'm kind of a jack of all trades, do whatever. Another Belfast man who now lives in Paris, John writes the words for Brian's music and works as a director.
3: I went to France about 12 years ago to study with Jacques Lecoq, which is a theatre school in Paris, and I never left.
5: John and I have been working together for a number of years in various kinds of projects, opera projects, film projects, etc, etc. And essentially the way we work is we get around a table and we talk about the concept of what it is that we're trying to make. And then what happens is a fairly erratic <laughs> kind of ping-ponging relationship where I go and write some music, John writes some words, we come together, we develop the structure of the piece I write some more, he writes some more words, we bring together the words and the music, but I might write some words and then I'll fire some back to John and so on. And it's a pretty chaotic but very flexible way of working.
3: It's all been a seamless process where we've kind of just created it and gone back and forth, and I've just recently set up a company in Belfast to create a lot of the projects that we want
0: to create. The team set up camp in the county, holding workshops with local people, collecting stories... And beginning auditions to find the 100 voices they needed to fill the stage and play the characters.
2: a few people to come, so I'm just going to start straight into the and we'll do many
0: completely new to opera, singing, and performance.
6: It's completely different, and at first I found it a little bit daunting. While it was fun, but I was kind of thinking, will I be able to meet the requirements? But then as we went along and got into it, it was easier.
5: Breath. I want you to kind of take a breath and come back in singing the note again, but I don't want to hear... <laughs> Stephen Holland. I live in Carlo, I'm from Liverpool originally, and I've just lost my job. This is something that's just sprung up out of the blue, I so thought i will just try it anyway.
8: My name is Ros Lewis. I have no background in music, so I knew it was going to be quite community-based. I thought there'd be a chance for me to get involved and it's really helped me kind of de-stress and meet new people and do something different.
9: I'd love to see as many people from Carl and the locality actually joining in any aspect, either on stage, behind stage, lighting, makeup costumes, to get involved in it. And personally, what I'd love to see when all this is over is actually a musical society starting up again in Carroll. Hold on, don't sing
5: it, don't sing it, don't sing it, don't sing it. Right. Don't play any chords, I just the notes, right? Just the notes. So give me the first
9: note again. We had a whole set of auditions
2: in June, and we held another set just towards the end of September, and we had a similar number like mid-80s. So we were 160, 170 people on the books. I'd say in the end of the day we'll have a company of around 100 main singers, and then of course we have the Espiro Choir in addition to that. Okay, that was not at all what I was looking
0: for. A spiro, the Carlo Children's Choir, quickly became a core part of the performance. Mary Almond O'Brien, the artistic director, is herself from the county.
7: So let's go from the beginning. One, two, three.
10: It'd
3: be great, it'd be great for the town. It'd be something different, it'd be something that hasn't been done before, so it'd be something unique.
0: it will sort of be a thing for all the different little groups in Carlo to focus
3: on, sort of to aspire to. It's a fantastic idea, and it's fantastic to show that this is our theatre, this is what we can do. Rather than singing works based on somebody else, or by somebody else, it'll be... Our own stuff. It'll be there'll be a sense of pride to it,
11: definitely.
9: It's interesting to see how it turns out. I think it's brilliant, and I think everyone should
7: try and take part. It probably will be the senior choir who will be involved in it, which are the their age group would be all secondary school age. I think it will bring a lot of confidence in themselves and belief in themselves that even though they may be singing alongside people who could be their parents, that there's something special going on between the two age groups that are bringing them together in the way that they respect each other.
3: being part of the opera itself is going to be fairly exciting, like being part of such a big sound and the music just sort of is a way of bringing us all
5: together.
9: Being able to you know stand on the stage and sing opera I suppose, it'll be definitely a great experience for everyone in the choir I'm sure.
5: Well I find the choir itself
0: would be interesting in the opera because there's just so many people with different backgrounds and stuff and it did really help put across the story of Carlo.
7: What I think will be lovely will be to work with the experienced people and that everybody grows in some way from the whole project, from start to finish, that we, everybody learning from each other and I would hope that people at the end of it will be kind of saying well what's next, that will have that effect on people.
0: opera singer and singing teacher Regina Hanley comes from Tullow, County Carlo, and she worked with the creative team as vocal coach.
12: It's better if you don't hold your tummies in. So what I want you all to do is pull in your tummies really, really tight, really tight and... Drop them. Really fast, really quick. Go again. In tight. I've been very impressed with everybody's participation. They seem to have given it 200%. Whatever fear they had walking in disappears after they've had a bit of a laugh and and they're actually really enjoying themselves. And even if they've never had a singing lesson in their life, it's still special. So I've always thought Carla had lots of good singers anyway. (coughs) But uh, (laughs) joking apart, I think it's going to be a gorgeous sound when you have 100 of them together. And I don't think they have any realisation yet of the power of 100 people singing together in unison. I'm like, wow, it'll change them. It'll change their idea about opera and about music, I think. Come on. All the way till you're really empty, really go till you've nowhere left. You're shaking. Okay, open your mouth, get the air in. Excellent.
0: By October, the creative team had come up with a universal theme for the opera. So we needed a subject matter that everyone can kind of engage with, but not only
5: to engage with, that they also have a point of view about, and it connects with them. So love, great subject, affects everyone of all ages. Weather, great subject can't escape it, So, and we just thought we'll just meld these two things together. I'd been previously working on ideas with Brian, and one of the
3: titles that we'd come up with at one point was Shelter Me From The Rain, as a sort of a metaphor for, you know, what love is. We're all looking for someone to shelter us from the rain, or be sheltered from the rain.
2: It arises out of a lot of stories that people have told, John and Brian, here in Carlo, different love stories. And I suppose the weather is there as a metaphor, so it's like Shelter Me from the Rain is the title of the opera. And that's quite a sort of a romantic thing in a way to say to somebody.
5: And I think when I'm writing this piece, you're trying to engage with different types of human emotion, how it relates to weather, and in some ways I suppose you enter this kind of slightly mysterious world which is a bit of both. It's kind of like you're painting something but you're not quite
0: sure of what it is that you're painting. John began writing the words and firing them over to Brian.
3: I think one of the reasons why myself and Brian work quite well together is that I don't know anything about music. I write words and I love words and then I give them to him and what he does musically with them always makes them seem better than the words I wrote, always brings them to a new level.
5: John might say something that Will make me think of it in a different way. Or I might say something that make me... John, think of it in a different way. And always that is for the better. We rarely kind of disagree. And I think we're pretty ruthless as well when it comes to something that we're not happy with. We're quite happy to ditch or whatever. But we rarely end up in a (laughs) punch-up.
0: The hunt was on for the soloist voices to carry the pieces... I can come here at seven o'clock and
8: be totally wrecked and not in the mood. And within half an hour, Fergus has us enjoying all the vocal training, the breathing exercises.
2: i about the that kind of you My name is
8: Ros Lewis. I've met so many really, really nice people on this, like girls from different backgrounds, guys up to the age of 75. You know, there's a great age mix. And I get a great buzz out of it, like you're part of something that's going to be remembered in Carlo for a long while. Some I'm an alto, so I'm singing as part of the alto group and then I auditioned and got a part in A Good Melon is the name of the song. I love stuff like this. It is overwhelming, but I know it will pay off. I just visualise myself on the stage on the Thursday night as part of a group and I visualise finishing at the end and just going, wow.
9: Tony Murray from Boris County Carlow and I'm a retired postman, but originally from Dublin. One. The very
8: same
10: hospital.
9: Originally, I found it very hard. First of all, to get used to the name of places from Dublin down to the country, because I live in a country area, and having to get used to names is like skyfosh teen. But when I was settled in, I found it beautiful. I'd never leave it. I love Carlow. Actually, funny enough, it was the singing that really got me into to loving Carlow. Music breaks down so many barriers. When I was given this part of Tommy, it was nice. It was kind of a feather in my cap. Tommy is in his late 60s, early 70s, <laughs> and the scene we're in, it's himself and his wife, Mary, who's been played by Avian Foley, and they're just reminiscing of how they met. It'd be nice for the people who actually live in Carlow. They'd hear the name of a street or the name of an area. It'll bring back hopefully lovely memories.
13: When we were growing up, there would have always been an interest in music. Both my parents are quite musical, so from when we were very small, we were always taken to concerts and shows, and there was always music in our house. It was just a normal part of what we did. My name is Nicola Harding, and I'm originally from Kilkenny, but I'm living in Castle Comer. I'm teaching in Kilkenny College. I teach music. just begun to learn the parts for the hen party scene. I'm one of the hens and Orla is the bride-to-be and there are eight of us all together. When you're in a smaller group there's very much a sense that everybody has to pull their own weight and some of the lines are very tricky rhythmically and melodically so you can't afford to sit back and not sing you've really got to sit up and carry your line.
14: <laughs> 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 it's my only solo I've got to give it socks.
0: At the beginning of the project, the creative team had thought they'd have a small core of professional singers. In the end, they stuck with local performers so that on opening night, up to 80% of those singing had never performed on a professional stage before.
2: Um, energy, enjoyment, you can do it. I yes, it's <laughs> fantastic,
11: Especially at my time of life, I didn't think I'd get a chance to be in an opera. Two things I always wanted to do was to paint and sing a bit. And I really, really enjoy it.
9: I've been on a play for three and a half years and I thought it was a good way to meet people.
11: There was a lot of anxiety at the beginning because people didn't know what to expect. But as time goes on, we're all dreading the end of this production because like, we've all become one big happy family.
0: I had previously done some productions in street theatre and I had never done an opera, so I was excited about a chance of doing that. I came to the opera with my friend, Mary. We both sing with Carlo Choral Society, so we thought that it would be an exciting thing to be involved in. It's really a learning experience. I never had directed classes on singing before. So it really has been a wonderful experience.
4: My mother and I both started this together. I mean, she would have sang a lot more than I did now. She was in chorus, like these choirs, singing at all kinds Whereas I never, never would have sung, so it seemed like kind of a nice thing we could do together. I'm
11: not a singer by choice. I'd sing along to any song, but I've never trained or anything like that. The people are extremely nice, and the conductor is super. He'd bring music out of a stone.
0: The involvement of the RT National Symphony Orchestra was crucial and for the performers, their first rehearsal with the 12-member orchestra shortly before opening night was a revelation.
7: The biggest challenge was when the orchestra came the other day. Everybody had been used to just singing their pieces with piano accompaniment and then all of a sudden you have all these different instruments around you.
0: Maryam and O'Brien...
7: But they really nailed it very, very quickly and I also think the other thing is having the orchestra has really helped them to up their game. On a first listening, everyone is in awe of the orchestra and you're inclined to kind of forget to sing in some ways.
0: Regina Hanley.
12: I am gobsmacked at the difference between last September and now. And the dedication and the concentration, it's not easy to come into a professional and think, God, I've never done this before in my life and sing it just off the bat. A few people have said to me, it's been a life-changing experience for them.
7: For the young people, they're so delighted to hear all the little quirky little bits that Brian has done in the orchestra. There's lots of different conversations going on with the teenagers. He's kind of captured their life of teenagers through this piece of music. But he's also equally orchestrated it in that there's so many different instruments playing at different times and questioning and answering each other throughout the whole piece as well.
0: Brian Irvine and John McEldough wrote a piece called Text Speak, about texting language for the teenage choir Aspiro.
4: I thought of opera as really the soprano and the big tenor and all, and, you know, solos and in, like, not in English. And I never think it would
7: come to Carolina. You
9: hear about the Phantom of the
3: Opera or whatever, but you never really think that you're going to be involved in it. And all of a sudden... You
10: are. I you, I you.
6: My name is Ashling Feelin. I'm 16 years old. The music is a bit crazy and it's almost like anything and everything just coming together to make the one piece.
10: My, my oh,
6: the first abbreviation is BMHWB and then we go on and we sing Be My Hot Water Bottle so it's really random and then at another stage it's like... Eight, three, one, eight little words, and then the awkward moment when you get dragged down the stairs by a demon. So it's all very kind of random and crazy.
3: My name is McLaren Burke. I'm fifteen. I never really had experienced an opera before. It's really, really fast. There's so much tempo and the speed is very hard to manage sometimes because. You're singing one part and then suddenly you have to be on to the next one. So it's hard to get the balance right.
4: My name is Grace O'Dea. I'm 17. It's very, like, different, you know, the parts are kind of all over the place. But in the end it sounds really cool. It sounds like conversations between people. There's little solos as well between different people kind of popping out and doing different things. It's kind of all over the place, but it's really cool. It works, like...
0: In the final month, Fergus, Brian, and John set up home in Carlo. Everyone was working flat out on staging and rehearsals. There have
2: been loads of moments along the way that I have thought. Oh my God, what have I suggested? Is this actually going to work? You know, first of all, you've got the whole thing of, will people want to take part in it? Will the word opera just turn everybody off? Or lots of things like, will people buy tickets to come to see the show? And it's just fantastic to walk by the box office today and see people handing out money. <laughs> I, I think that is just amazing.
3: it's <laughs> well, been great. I mean, we, over the last three weeks, it's been great for us to be able to spend all day every day with these different people so we have morning sessions afternoon sessions evening sessions with everybody we more than often will head off to the bar after the evening session as is you know the way things happen in Carlisle and around ireland and the world
10: (laughs)
2: Like John says, it's like being in a little bubble. I haven't gone further than about two streets away in, in about three weeks. That's been amazing and it's great to have that intensive period. And it's great that everybody, all the participants, were able to really commit to all that time because it's just a big chunk of time for people to really give to the project, but they've been really,
3: really good about it. It's funny because we have become part of the town. Everybody in is very nice to us and they kind of know he's the man, he's doing the opera. So they kind of know us, and there's always cars driving past waving at us, you know? I feel like a bit of a star. <laughs> it's never felt like this before.
5: <laughs> Let's crack on for the last little bits. Hi, guys.
0: For the local people, singing in the opera the final six weeks was a tough slog, trying to balance jobs and family with intensive rehearsals.
11: Some evenings weren't enjoyable. Some evenings you'd come away and you'd say, God, that was a pain. And I would say that over the course of the few months since we started, you could see quite a few people falling away. And it was probably for those reasons that it wasn't that enjoyable all the time. But now that we've stuck it through to this point, it suddenly has become enjoyable.
8: It's very difficult because my principal job, always always involves lots of meetings in the evening, meeting parents, meeting staff after school. I've had to kind of run lots of times and just let the staff organise the school and get on with it. It's our life at the minute. It's not just a commitment. It is our life. We go to work in the morning, get that done and then get in here.
11: My family have really supported me throughout this process and especially over the Easter period where they've sort of been without me.
9: As far as family's concerned, I have to leave my wife at home every day at 2 o'clock and to come in here. Now, I wouldn't be able to do it without Carmel's backing. Carmel is disabled, therefore it's an added pressure on her family. But Carmel doesn't mind. She's very happy with the fact that I'm doing something that I love and I enjoy. And the fact that I'm doing it makes her very, very happy. OK,
3: I'm going to leave you now. You'll never see me again. Oh.
9: <laughs> my three little girls are singing
11: along with me as I drive along in the car. And... They'll be quite familiar with the piece by the time they get to see it.
3: Really appreciate the hard work that everybody's put into this. I feel really special to be part of this, and I think everybody has done a gigantic <laughs> job. And I can't wait to be out there watching. It. So thank you.
0: The opening night was one of nerves and high emotion. Well
9: gentlemen, it's a 20-minute call, that's 20 minutes, thank
10: you. Very good. Very good.
6: Nervous, but it's an excited nervous, so the tummy is in butterflies now and the hands are beginning to shake, but, yeah, it's, it's a good nervous.
11: There's huge excitement backstage. I know that I'm going to feel it as soon as I walk on stage and there'll be an audience out there, really looking forward to it.
6: I'm looking forward to actual performances and I just don't know how it's going to survive next week when it's all over.
3: I'm very nervous about the Espiro piece text-speak because it is ridiculously complicated and it's really hard to perform at 100% every time.
8: Everyone feels different. I don't feel nervous at all. I'm really excited. I can't wait. Some people are really, really nervous and really breaking it, like getting really stressed out. And I've kind of consistently enjoyed it all from start to finish.
9: There's a great, great buzz around the town about it and it's great for the town to have something else to lift it lift the people give them a bit of a lift
6: yeah perfect I hope you enjoy it
8: now it's four performances and I say they could sell it twice three times over now because people
13: are mad for tickets now in the last few days and they're all gone I'm incredibly excited I know I'll be nervous before I step on but we're so well rehearsed and we're well ready for it that once we're on It's kind of like there's a switch and you go into performance mode. And I just can't wait to hear a live audience react to what's an amazing piece (laughs) of music.
0: The final opera, Shelter Me from the Rain, is 13 pieces. Short stories of enduring but also broken love, like Good Melon, one of the first pieces. Sung by Tony Murray and Avine Foley. The elderly married couple who told how they'd worked together in the same shop, Shaw's, in Carlo, but never met. Then met and fell in love on holidays in Majorca. And now, finish each other's sentences.
10: We were born born on the same day, day,
14: on the same same day, day, the 3rd of January, January, in the the very same hospital. Seven hours apart. Seven hours apart. apart. Saint Luke's Hospital hospital
10: on Freshford Road. He was born in five thirty-two in the
9: morning. She was born at twelve twenty-five on the third of January.
10: January.
14: On Pembroke Street on the corner. Was the in one of was, those terrace houses, houses, all those all houses rise My father was a window cleaner, but when he got sick, I took over his
10: work for 15 years. I've cleaned all of the big shops, Sherwood, the bridal shop, the permanent on Thomas. seven years, I clean the windows at Shaw's.
14: He'd come in each Friday to get paid by Mr. Clarkson,
10: a gentleman.
0: The younger couple in a poignant song, who were fighting over possessions in their breakup, and breaking up is hard to do, sung by Stephen Harland and Bridget Nolan.
14: That's my suitcase. Please, Kevin, don't be difficult. That's my suitcase. Please, Kevin, don't be difficult. Their matching suitcases, but mine has a stain. A wine bottle explosion coming back from Corfu If you say so. But you can have it, if you want, as a souvenir. Please, Kevin, don't be difficult. Take a souvenir to remember Take a souvenir. I love the dress. I love that dress. We bought it when we were in London. Stop being such a child. Remember, we went up in the bubble cars. You held my knee. Hadn't you too many? And lost your shoe You remember I hate heights, you know that You know that But you forced me up And made me cry We took my brothers' kids to the zoo You did your chimpanzee impression
0: Young people of Aspiro got their very own song, Text Speak. One of the funniest pieces in the opera is the hen night, Rock the Boat, with a group of women on a hen party in Carlo. The episode grew from a night in the town Fergus, John and Brian had back on that first night in April a year ago, when they wandered into the foundry, a local night spot and into the midst of a hen party. Perhaps the most beautiful is the ensemble at the end, the Clyde Appreciation Society. reception on the night is electric.
3: It was great. It's a really incredible show to watch because it all depends on the energy that the participants give and tonight everybody was trying so hard. It was beautiful. I could have just had a break and watched it all again and I think some of the audience felt, felt the same way.
9: I feel great, I feel that we've done a great job. Everyone on the stage has done a great job. And that's what it's all about. The audience appreciated what we did. After the hard work for seven months, and it's all come to this. I'm just floating in the air. Happy for myself, my family and all the lads here. Overjoyed for them.
6: The audience reaction has been fantastic. Because when you're on stage yourself, you can't really see what it looks like. And it's just one in a minute.
9: I thought it was an extraordinary performance. I think the singers sang so terribly well. The whole production was fantastic. The creation of rain and thunder was wonderful.
8: Absolutely brilliant.
6: Really, even more than you would expect. I don't know if I'll come down. I probably won't come down for a week.
5: I'm on a high. If you were to hear the whole thing
6: coming
11: in together, part of heaven open, everyone is on a high. That was super. It was a tremendous buzz, actually. I thought it went really well. The crowd seemed to appreciate it. It was lovely.
14: There's a huge energy on stage tonight. I think having a real audience just buzzed us up. You could see them smiling. You see them starting to get on the edge of their seats doing the dramatic bits, and you could see that they were feeling what we were singing.
6: I feel like I won the lottery or something. There was some electric energy just at the start. Everything just slotted into place, and the energy was just amazing.
8: I'm still shaking for it. The audience was brilliant. They laughed loads. They were kind of laughing at the bass names in Carlo. I felt a great energy after. It's was
0: really happy. They reacted well to the Spiro piece, which I was extremely glad about. And now I'm going horse from all the singing.
2: <laughs> well, I'm absolutely elated. It was really stunning tonight. It was one of those performances I think is going to stay with me for a long time, you know, really moving, utterly committed from everybody, wonderfully delivered. I really couldn't have asked for any more.
5: I mean, I've never, ever, ever, for one moment question that something beautiful could be made by these people and my real feeling is yes we have made something really good we've made something really beautiful we've made something important full of integrity full of character full of truth and we
6: this was the prime opportunity to put carlo on the map yet again
0: bernie o'brien carlo local authorities
6: and we're the best in Ireland, we're the first county to have a community opera, and I think we go down in history. It was absolutely fantastic, it was really, really amazing to see all of those people on stage, young and old, and all from the county and community, to think that somebody wrote it, composed it, produced it, directed it, it was fantastic. I think everybody coming out is enthused and you can hear the buzz in the background. For Carlo and Oakland authorities, I have to say it's definitely a winner and I'm very, very proud to be associated with it.
0: Fergus, John and Brian are confident that the opera will live on.
3: We're trying hard. We've had a great time making this project and we just love it to carry on. It's quite a unique piece. You don't see this type of performance production a lot. I can't think of things that are that similar to it. So I think it's something
5: that we're really going to try and do. We made something here, but I suppose in my heart I feel that it could be just the start of something else, something bigger, something longer, something more progressive. I suppose that's the exciting thing about working with people, is that... It's an endless, infinite spectrum of stuff that you can make, which is inspiring, connects with people, changes people's lives. I'm
2: absolutely sure that this set of performances won't be the end of the piece because it's such a successful piece. So I'm very much going to think about how we could revive it and tour it and adapt it and do it in other places, maybe with the same people, because I think this is an amazing crew of people, you know, and I think what we have tonight can stand up in any theatre anywhere in the world and be an amazing piece of art. And it doesn't matter if these people haven't studied 10 years in the conservatory, they make amazing art.
0: So what is the verdict on the opera for Carlo? What will be its legacy?
9: The legacy I would love to see it leave is that ordinary people, if given the tools, can actually go with it and make a great success of it. it gives them the confidence in themselves that they can go and do something else, whether it is to form a musical society or form a choir or just in their own lives be able to go further afield. They know they have the ability if they put their minds to it we all have the ability to go that little bit further
7: I do hope that the piece of music doesn't happen to just end up on a shelf somewhere now after the performance, it would be brilliant if we could take it maybe somewhere else and perform it, I think there's going to be a lot of people next week wondering what to do with themselves especially the adult part of the chorus because they've come together specifically for this they're all not necessarily belong to other choirs or other dramatic groups so they're going to be on a high and then all of a sudden they're going to miss it next week
11: It'll open up a way of thinking within Carlo that we can achieve stuff that we've never achieved before. An opera coming to Carlo—it's a great marker. It'll help people push new projects on. It doesn't have to be a music project. It'll just give the idea that we can achieve an awful lot more.
6: For Carlo, generally, I suppose it's kind of setting a certain standard, setting a bar and saying, well, actually, Carlo has a personality artistically and it is a very high standard and professional and extremely ambitious.
5: I really believe that what it does is it makes people more aware of other people, their lives and their difficulties and their joys. So we have like 110 people here in this show that had no real reason to be connected to each other. So now they are all connected and I think just the implications of that in terms of the wider world and their social lives and their whole existence within that town is hard to define but you sense that it's really important
7: some people need to come together maybe and think about how we can make it last and maybe form another group for those interested in continuing to work in this way and maybe even to revive that musical organization here on back 20 years ago called the Dalman musical society
2: i'd actually love to do this type of work all the time because i think it's so amazing and i think one of the things i can do is motivate people maybe who aren't from a background of opera to perform and to really get bitten by that bug so i'm sure i'm going to do a lot more in this
3: area in the future I do think that it's connected to these people quite powerfully. I mean, what I would love to see is that similar projects could be born because it would be beautiful if every country in Ireland could do a project like this. There'd be a lot more love in the country.
13: Maybe in another couple of years it might be like the great operas that Mozart left behind or who knows.
0: An opera for Carlo, Shelter Me From The Rain is an Athena Media production for RTE Lyric FM and was made with the support of the BAI's Sound and Vision Funding Scheme. The producer is Helen Shaw. Assistant Producers Lisa Esserman and Paula Caniff. Sound supervision was by Lachlan Hart. Our thanks to Carlo Local Authorities and the cast of Shelter Me From The Rain. Further details on the opera are available on the RTE Lyric FM website.